G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz with episode 140 of the Outback Mine podcast. Appreciate you joining in once again, uh, episode 140. Now, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, country footy again today, uh, basically getting an insight from uh, the regional manager of uh, uh, AFL Victoria for the Wimmera Mallee region, Jason Muldoon. Jason uh, is based down uh, in Hamilton, but basically looks after the Wimmera Mallee uh, area uh, and obviously has a lot to do with uh, football clubs down there, football and netball clubs. So going to be looking at that, what it's like um, with regards to the setup and structure of it all. Is it functional still? You know, footy's changed a lot these days with regards to um, I suppose uh, access to players and uh, and you know making clubs sustainable can be more and more challenging. So potential mergers and those sorts of things are also uh, you know uh, uh, amongst discussions uh, pretty pretty regularly these days. But also we're going to look at mental health with regards to you know football and how that's being managed and uh, you know whether there's uh, some significant uh, increase in mental health episodes within clubs and uh, and what they're doing to uh, to mitigate that primarily. So. We're going to have a pretty good, uh, good, good yarn about all this sort of stuff. It's really important, um, you know, the mental health scene. When when we have people in our care, uh, primarily, um, you know, I believe uh, I've always sort of said the club has a great opportunity, great responsibility to be able to help an individual, you know, leave the the environment better than what they were when they arrived. So I really believe that. So. If we can provide clubs with uh, education tools, um, advice, you know, the right experience, people in there to be able to uh, offer support services and so forth, uh, and have a real pre-ability approach, then uh, then clubs can really function well and be um, such a, an awesome uh, support mechanism for an individual uh, outside of just uh, giving them an opportunity to play sport. I really believe that. So uh, Jason and I are going to talk all about that and uh, everything else in between. So I hope you really enjoy this chat and please share it within uh, people in your community that, uh, that may find it beneficial. I uh, just want to make special mention to our primary partner, Green, uh, Green Nutritionals, who provide green organic superfoods. So if you're lacking something in your diet, I really encourage you to check out their website. They provide uh, awesome superfoods which are available from uh, most uh, good health food stores around Australia, but also online. And uh, their products are sourced from the best places around the world. So I really encourage you to check them out. Greennutritionals.com.au. Alrighty, as as I said, uh, please uh, share this one with others if you can. And uh, really appreciate your uh, your feedback to uh, support at outbackmind.com.au. G'day Jason, how are you mate? Yeah, hi Aaron. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, really appreciate it, mate. I think this is um, going to be a, an important conversation because uh, you're uh, you've got uh, you know a good overview and insight into uh, into country football, but also you know clubs in your region and sort of you know what's going on. And uh, um, as I sort of mentioned to you, I, I just think that uh, the the footy club environment um, is such a tremendous. Um, uh, platform to be able to help individuals, but also to support uh, you know mental well-being and provide uh, you know education and advice and all those sorts of things too. So um, so yeah, the the way I see uh, the the club makeup um, you know is is totally different now than what it was you know twenty or thirty years ago. That's for sure. So 
be interested to uh, to get your insight uh, on all that sort of stuff, mate. So can you give us a bit of an idea about your, your background, where you were from originally and sort of how you got into the, the role that you're in now? Yeah, no worries at all. So uh, originally uh, I'm, I'm a MacArthur boy, which is uh, sort of between uh, Hamilton and, and Warrnambool, yeah. um, just a, a small country town. Mum and Dad were, were dairy farmers there. Yeah. Um, so my primary school years, I went to MacArthur Primary and then... Um, I was lucky enough to, to go off to boarding school in year seven down to, to Sunbury, to Salesian College. So I spent six years at, at boarding school um, down there, which makes you uh, grow up very quickly, Aaron, and, and being, you know, independent. And, and um, you know, there was 200-odd boarders uh, from across country Victoria at, at, at Sunbury. So it uh, certainly was an eye-opener for a young for a young kid from MacArthur who who come with about probably, you know, 50 or 60 kids MacArthur Primary School. So um, finished Year 12 down there and uh, then obviously uh, came back to, to Hamilton and uh, started, started my work here and playing footy um, and then uh, obviously some uh, enjoyed the coaching side of things Aaron so I, I enjoyed coaching young kids um, you know from that sort of 16 17 18 age group and, and had a real passion for that and uh, continued that on and then eventually uh, took took a group of young kids uh, through to to senior footy and, and coached for three years uh, at Hamilton Imperials, which um, mm. now is is a merged entity uh, called the called the Hamilton Kangaroos. So, mm. Mm. Um, yeah, that was sort of bit of the the early sort of stages, and then had a bit of involvement with the North Ballarat Rebels um, in the under eighteen competition, and then uh, then got into um, got into uh, AFL Victoria when uh, Jeff Bedette, which will be a you know name familiar to you, mm. decided to uh, retire. So. Um, I applied for Jeff's job, and and nine years later, um, yeah, we're we're currently sitting uh, as the region manager in in the Wimmera Mallee. Unbelievable, mate! So you've been in that role for nearly ten years. Incredible! I never never realised that. Yeah, yeah, it's gone quick. So it's um, uh, it's three years as as the region manager, and um, you know, uh, Bruce Petering, a, a friend of yours and, and mine, and and a, and a great person, probably across the Wimmera. Um, decided to, to leave that position and, and move down to Geelong. So um, mm. it was a bit of a succession. I moved into that role and, and really enjoy it. Mm, incredible, mate. So so we'll get we'll get into it pretty much with regards to your observation with um, with footy clubs there, you know, um, particularly Wimmera Mallee uh, primarily. Um, what's it look like at the moment, mate? How, how are clubs, clubs sort of tracking along with regards to you know, being sustainable financial, being sustainable as far as, um, um, you know, players and, and, and members and supports are concerned. Is it as a battle or is it something that's, uh, that, that's sort of functioning pretty well at the moment? I think COVID's changed the landscape, Aaron, around, around what, you know, our region, what our leagues and what our clubs look like. Um, as you would know, uh, being an ex-Wimmer, a boy, a football and netball really is the... It is a centrepiece of everything that happens uh, in the Wimmera Mallee. Um, and, and for those remote sort of regional teams, um, it really is the, the centre of their community. So, um, look, it's it's not easy. Um, a, as you know, the, the population base in the Wimmera Mallee is not growing. Um, you know, farms are getting bigger and, and um, you know, less people are needed to, to work those farms and, you know, the machinery these days, the technology, you know, in some of the headers and the tractors is, is just amazing. Um, so 
there, there is that underlying factor of that our population isn't growing. So therefore, you know, we don't get the school teachers, the bank managers that, that come to, to these regional places that, you know, ultimately end up playing football or netball. Mm. Um, so so it, is a, it is a battle, but yeah, I think, it, you know, credit to all our clubs is that, that they do... Um, that they do keep rolling out year after year. Now, sustainably in the future, it, 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 can we continue that? Well, that, that's obviously a conversation that, that each club has to have. And, you know, I think if you if you look at the, the map um, and base Horsham as our, as our central figure, um, everything, you know, pretty much west of Horsham, there's a lot of mergers happening, and that's due to just population-wise. So, yeah. look, it is it is a battle, but it's something that we, you know, we have to be flexible, we have to move, we have to look at our options available um, for those clubs to, to survive or or look for op- other options to, to still exist. Mm, yeah, interesting, mate. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, when I was a young fella, uh, there were so many clubs throughout that western area, you know, sort of... Um, uh, Japarit, um, you know, Netherby Lorquin, um, you mm. know, all these, all those little, little places, um, uh, around, um, you know, between Nil and the border, um, and, uh, you know, Kyana, Drang Kyana, all those sorts of mm. places had clubs, uh, you know, and they were all, they were all awesome, you know, all, all thriving, um, thriving clubs, but also, you know, really great, um, pivotal parts of the community and, um, uh, you know, that's obviously really changed, you know. I know Dim Bulls struggled for for quite a while with regards to, um, you know, getting players. They've had to spend lots of money to be able to bring, you know, good players in to be successful. And Nil, obviously, uh, being further out, uh, they've they've struggled big time as well, you know. But they're, they're real uh, heart and souls of those communities because, you know, geez, 15, 20 years ago, there was all these little clubs around uh, that town, but now they've all sort of diminished and, and they're the main the main clubs in the in the regions and um uh you know i i think yeah potentially those two clubs will, will probably need to do something uh, i would have thought to be sustainable and, and create a super club but you know more importantly i i've always sort of had the vision that horsham needs to have a team in the ballarat competition um mm. you know to 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 basically give young people something uh, to aspire to to play at a higher level, um, you know, and also Warnable and, uh, and those types of areas to be able to sort of have a bit of a super league, I think um, would be really tremendous for, um, you know, getting a kickstart back into uh, into country footy and, and netball and so forth as well. And well, I was lucky when I was down in Tasmania, um, I really saw... Um, the Tasmanian Devils uh, be embraced by the whole state and how, how you know, great that was um, because they were playing against the best players uh, outside the AFL, you know, week on week and, and we were getting huge crowds to games down there um, and that was really successful but it's just, you know, there was some silly thinking that buggered it up towards the end but, um, <clears throat> but primarily, um, you know, I just saw that having... Um, a representative um, team um, is is such a, a great thing for for, for regions uh, primarily, you know, and, and you know for young people to aspire to sort of get to that level. So that's just my my view. It'd be great to be able to see something like that. But um, um, you know, uh, who knows what the future holds? Um, to be able to you know sort of keep it all sustainable and thriving. And it's interesting when you look at. Um, the main areas down there, you know, sort of Horsham, Ararat, Stall and so forth, they're, they're pretty well sufficient, sustainable, they're large population mm. bases, but when you sort of get, you know, up north to, to, um, to Brim and you get up to Hopeton and, you know, Wake Nabil's sort of a bit bigger, but 
for, for them to be successful, mate, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a constant battle. And, you know, have, to have the revenue to be able to sort of pay players to, uh, to perform roles which are, um, you know, pretty vital in success and that uh, can be a real, real task. Do you find, have you noticed like clubs have sort of um, uh, overcapitalised with regards to, you know, um, the, the expenditure that they have on players and, um, you know, whether they're getting a really good return on investment in that? Is that sort of analysed at all? Oh, look, it is a little bit, and, and clubs are very good now. Look, we're very lucky in our region. We've got some very, very, um, you know, astute people that, that sit on club boards and, and league boards, so we're really lucky in that way. But I suppose, we look, we don't have to look too far to, you know, the old Mallee League, and you'd be you'd be familiar with that, that, yeah. you know, that, that had to be um, that had to be closed down sort of 2013-14, that, that sort of region. Um, obviously, because of those reasons, the clubs were just having to spend that much money to be sustainable that they basically put themselves out of business so uh you know for those for those northern clubs that that do have to spend the money they have that in the back of their mind but look they're they're very they're very shrewd and they're very um calculated in in their recruiting patterns um you know uh, southern Mallee giants for for an example they've got you know they're, they're lucky at the moment they've got an outstanding you know young group of of players that that have moved back to the region and we're finding that a little bit now that you know um sons and daughters have maybe gone away and done some study and you know found a job but they're actually coming back to the family farm so mm. it's um it, it's it's working okay at the moment but again it's it's a moving piece aaron that we just have to monitor you know if not yearly you know every second or third year we, we just need to be willing to to change and and you know yourself for you know for, for the southern Mallee giants to form bueller and hopeton had to had to merge now if you did send that 10 years ago um you would have been run out of town oh, but sure. it's just the reality of what has to happen at the moment yeah yeah unbelievable it's um it is and you know something that come to me while you were sort of speaking then like you know back when i was a young fella in the you know 70s and 80s like the, the, the clubs that were around those those regions mm. and you know even in horsham horsham had like four or five clubs too you know uh, yep. probably more actually and uh, all the little junior country uh, sorry junior footy clubs that are no longer there too but um, mate there was never really I, I never, never never knew of any administration like what you're doing back then they all just seemed to work yeah and you're right and it and it's um, you know at the end of the day we have to have some sort of you know regional authority that that you know, gives advice and, and, you know, tries to point the region in, in the right direction. Um, and obviously that, that's my role, you know, to point the, the region in a strategic sort of direction to, to you know, create conversations around, well, well what are we going to do in the future? So, you know, and I, and I enjoy that and, and, you know, having conversations with clubs about, you know, where they see their future and, and you bring up the Neil, you know, Dimboola, you know, we're, we're, the hard discussions are going to have to come in the, in the next couple of years around, you know, what direction they want to go. And, mm. you know, for me, I enjoy that part of part of my role. Yeah, yeah, agree. Oh, mate, I think that's exciting. I've talked to Cole Campbell on that about it, you know, out there. And I know, like a, like a West, a West Wimmera, you know, or something like that, you know, like a club that had Pimp. Um, you know, nil uh, and Dimble mm. together could be could be tremendous. You know, it's not a huge distance for for people to travel and um, you know to, to be able to play games in, in you know uh, shared locations. I think could be a, a really good thing, and it strengthens the the club and strengthens the um, 
the, the camaraderie within the community too. So, you know, so those sorts of things, um, you know, um, although there's, uh, there's a lot of uh, pride involved with regards to maintaining, um, you know, your entity, at the end of the day, I think there's, um, um, you know, a, a tremendous uh, opportunity to be able to have something really special if it's embraced at the end of the day too, yeah. Definitely. And, and I think COVID's probably broken down, um, if there's something good to come out of it, Aaron, it's broken down that, um, we need to win attitude mm. and it's really focused clubs on we need to provide um, an experience for the people of our community mm. we need to be able to go and, and play football and netball and get together and just look after each other yeah. so you know in the past it was gee we've got to win premierships it, th- there's been a turn around to we need to provide an outlet for our communities and, and whatever happens on the football and netball court probably is a little bit irrelevant at the moment. And you know, that's been a really positive thing for, for you know, for, for people in the community around their mental health and, and their existence in a community. It's, it's been really, um, yeah, it's sort of been uplifting to watch it sort of happen in front of me. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It would be you, you roll. Oh, yeah, as as you've sort of described. Oh, yeah, we'd be really exciting and uh, insightful. That's for sure. And um, with with regards to, uh, I suppose, uh, you know, another thing that would have come along uh, more and more over the last nine years since you've been in the role is obviously the um, uh, the uh, the rise of, of mental health episodes and uh, you know mm. what what sort of clubs are you know sort of going through there and how that sort of. Uh, you know, uh, taking a lot of their, um, their, their, their their time possibly, you know, is it something that, uh, that, that's sort of, you know, front and centre with regards to to, uh, to 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 clubs moving forward? Is it sort of being pushed aside a bit, do you think, or is there more that could be done? I think there's always more that could be done, Aaron, but I, I think we're, we're doing as, as much as we probably um, can at the moment, um, combining, you know, COVID with, with everything else, but... Yeah, unfortunately, mate, we're, we're, the Wimmera in the last probably five to six years has is, is, is had too many, you know, cases of suicide um, due to mental health. So it's something we can never forget and, and, and we won't forget it because um, it's so important. But I, I think the, the, the main aim for us is that, um, and you and I are probably the same sort of vintage, that, that we've seen a transition of, you know, those old, hard, you know, people at club land who never talked about their feelings, who never who never expressed expressed any emotions, um, through to that change of you know. And I'm really lucky; I get to work with a lot of the the talented young kids coming through football um, in our region. So I do get I, I, I get the sense that, and I can physically see it that they are very much aware of their feelings and mm. and their own mental health. Um, so I feel as though we're winning the battle. Now, will we ever win it? I, I don't know, but we've got to try mate and yeah. and for us for our region we, we we are focusing um a fair bit on on the junior coaches at the moment because we feel that they're probably a good entry point for identifying you know young people who who may be struggling mm-hmm. and and need to talk and and you know those coaches can get you know we don't expect them to be mental health experts but if they can identify you know a, when someone's struggling a little bit, then they can provide the support and get the help that that person's need that needs. So, mm-hmm. yeah, look, it's for me, um, it, it's really a high priority for our leagues and our clubs and our region. Yeah, no, really, really well said, and and, and you know, pleasing to hear. And 
Um, yeah, I, I think um, yeah that that's a great a great place to start with regards to the young fellas and, and young girls coming through netball and that too. Um, it can be pretty daunting uh, for a for a coach to be able to sort of have that responsibility too. But also, mm-hmm. you know, if it's embraced uh, and they can sort of equip themselves with these tools, then then then, then, then you know even better. But you know, my my sort of strategy with regards to um, you know, uh, to this sort of stuff is to try and, you know, uh, educate people to, um, uh, to be really proactive with regards to, you know, creating a space where people feel safe and supported and, uh, and um, also, you know, giving guidance with regards to what people can do to manage their nervous system and uh, help, help people to self-regulate and become more self-aware of their emotions. I think that's, um, that's a really um, needed sort of space too um, in the future uh, to be able to, you know, give, give, um, give, give young people in particular, you know, that ability to be able to sort of, you know, see what's going on within themselves and then be able to sort of... Uh, um, realise when things are out of balance to be able to sort of, you know, seek the supports. And if they've got a good relationship with their coach, um, you know, then tremendous, you know, that can that can really be a, a strong support for them, um, I, I believe. Like, you would have uh, remembered the days back uh, when we were young fellas playing football, we used to get judged and criticised and all that really, really yeah. badly, mate. It was it was pretty terrible, um, you know, and the old toughen up card come out quite a bit, but... Um, but now it's a bit of a different world, so you know we're going to be able to, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, just just be compassionate with regards to the way we manage people, I guess. Yeah, and look, and it's and that's a really tough one, isn't it? Because you know our generation are sometimes coaching these kids, and and we only know what we know, and and if we haven't educated ourselves or haven't brought ourselves up to date with you know um, the mental health issues of these kids, because it's a totally different world, as you know, but if if we impart those things onto the kids these days then it, you know it, the outcomes are, are not great but you know I don't, and you know through, through podcasts like yours and and you know plenty of others you know, I'm, I'm really confident that the, that the kids of, of today have got the tools to to either self-assess or if they can't do that then certainly get the get the help that they need and you know there's agencies you know throughout our our region that that can certainly help them but you know sometimes we just need to identify that and go okay um and a lot of our coaches get scared around that Aaron and go I don't I'm not an expert I don't know what to do Mm. well you don't have to you just need to be able to you know see that a kid's struggling or and say do you need some help And, and sometimes that as you know that that's all it takes to break that wall down yeah that that that's true so it's really good to good to hear you're on the front foot with regards to that sort of stuff and um yeah that's um you know club, clubs are really lucky to have someone like you that's um on the on the uh, on the front foot with regards to, you know keeping uh, keeping that sort of front and center with regards to um you know the the way things are managed moving forward so How's uh, how's things with um, with uh, I suppose attracting players and so forth into the regions? The club sort of able to uh, you know bring in um, you know a bit of talent to be able to sort of support them. Is that sort of being um, I suppose um, uh, escalated a bit since COVID? Are people wanting to sort of move out of Melbourne and come to these regional areas to, to play? Do you think, or is that still something that's um, yeah that's evolving? Oh, look, it's a moving, it's a moving uh, object, really, Aaron. Um, some years are good, some, some aren't. What we're finding is that a lot of um, a, a lot of Wimmera people who, who've grown up in the Wimmera Mallee, who maybe will move to Melbourne for work, uh, 
are travelling back. So when we when we do the when we do the figures on on you know where players are registered, we're finding that a lot of people in Melbourne are, are, are driving back to the women to play at their their local clubs, mm. uh, which is which is fantastic, um, and and that's you know that's what we want. Um, but the simple fact, you know, when we look at our our penetration rates of you know footballers versus population, Wimmera Mallee sits you know very highly around the available the available players we've got and then playing is very high. So it's it's pleasing in that way. But um, yeah, we're we're finding that that clubs. You know, on a year by year basis, sometimes they need to top up with with some with some talent from outside the region. Mm. Uh, it's probably not as regular as it used to be, though. Yep. Yeah. Good. No, you're right. And uh, you know, you're looking at Matoa and that, like uh, a lot mm. of those guys, uh, you know, coming back there that have played in the SNFL and and these other areas, and they're certainly you know realising the simple lifestyles are. A pretty good option you know to be able to get back to those locations again and uh you know start to be part of a you know a community i think it's mm. awesome mate it's, it's so good you know i've really missed since i've been up here like that that uh, contact of uh, of club uh you know yeah. the rugby uh scene is um is not not the same uh, it's not really in the location that i'm at but uh you know a footy club is is tremendous and and even when I was in Tassie, mate, they never had netball with uh, with football down there, mm. and I found that really weird. You know, I just I, yeah. just, I think it works hand in hand to have uh, have a netball club and a football club together, and um, um, you know, you, you really need to be uh, congratulated for you know for, for the role that you're doing and keeping that strong and healthy in those uh, in those environments. Uh, you know, and um, and certainly um, you know I I believe. Uh, the introduction of junior football into senior clubs has been a good thing. It was separate when I was young, so you know you had different um, a different sort of framework and structure. But uh, you know now it's all sort of together, so that sort of just brings more people through the gate and uh, you know more people involved and uh, and interested in what's going on, other than you know what's happening in their own games. Yeah, definitely, and I think an important thing we've done probably in the last five years, Aaron, is. Our, our Auskick program, which is which is our introduction program to football, we've linked all those Auskick um, centres to football clubs now, so that there's a there's a direct link from from when you walk in the door um, right through to, to senior football. So, you know, hypothetically, as a as a five or six year old, um, you know, you can I might be able to pull on a minute metallic jumper at that age and, and not take it off until I retire. So there's mm. a, that clear pathway through, which is which is really really important mm. um, for retention of players. Mm, yeah, I'd never thought of it like that, but that that's a good thing. And mm. uh, yeah, if you can, uh, you know, get a young fellow that goes in there and, and stays there, I think that's uh, that's really. Uh, really, really valuable and, and uh, beneficial for them. You know, you just got to look at some of the families that are around those club environments that have just been there for generation after generation. You know, it's it's pretty yeah. awesome. It really is at the end of the day, and it's very unique. Um, you know, we've got such a transient world now, uh, mm. but uh, you know, to be able to have um, a home base and, and have you know a real connection with uh, with a club, um, you know. Uh, I, I think it's tremendous and um, you know comes to mind the Morgans in uh, in Rapanyip and you know the generations mm. that have gone through there and um, you know other clubs around the area as well which um, you know sort of um, sustained um, a real strong family connection I, I think it's it's tremendous mate and you know I really miss that as a as an individual mm. so you know you're, you're very lucky to be uh, to be able to be part of all that and um, you know I think there's, there's there's awesome things to come that's for sure so 
Uh, and it's good to see also the domination that uh, maybe Horsham had um, no longer. You know, like they, they had a real stronghold of uh, winning premierships every year and maybe made a few other clubs deflate. But, um, you know, there's lots of other, um, uh, you know, um, uh, clubs that are coming forward now and starting to perform and, uh, you know, get some on, on-field results. And obviously the off-field stuff, um, you know, stays pretty strong around that. So um, it's good to see some, some change happening there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, look, we're really looking forward to 2022 season, especially at Wimmera League level. We really think that it's going to be competitive. You know, um, Ararat have, have recruited really well. Stall are, are building and have been building for the last couple of years. Minyat Matoa, um, you know, at the moment, you know, they're really lucky. They've got a, a group, you know, that, that Kieran Delahunty and and all the Delahunty boys are, are playing there and, and they've got a really good group. Um, you know, Warwick Nabil have, have recruited well. Cole Chaney from, from you know, Hawthorne and Adelaide is coming yeah. back to play. So True. we're starting to get some, you know, get some really good um, people coming back into the region. Dimbala have, have recruited well and look Horsham and Horsham Saints will always be around so mm. from a Wimmera perspective we're really looking forward to 2022 we think it's going to be a, a really close season and um, there's you, you think you're going to get through on scale there won't be too many interruptions this time yeah we do Aaron we're really confident that and um, you know I'll be honest mate 2021 it, it tore our hearts out when we when we got through the season right on the eve of the finals and and it and we had to stop it really mm. from my perspective I, I could see uh what it did to to club level and and the people that had worked hard to get to that point and we'd mm. done everything right mm. and yeah through no fault of our own or, or anyone's that we had to stop and it really hurt so mm. yeah i can see a real desire uh in 2022 to 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 actually grand final day give the premiership cup to someone um and yeah i'm, I'm really confident that we can we can we've we've gone through the hard yards and we've got to that stage where we can confidently say you know we'll, we'll get a season out in 2022 so so there was no premierships uh, awarded at all last year no, no. So, uh, so Aminia Matara is still the uh, st- still the Wimmera League uh, premiers from two thousand and nineteen. So, um, <laughs> which is uh, they're, they're boasting about that. Don't worry about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, no, we didn't. Uh, we awarded awarded minor premierships in in some of the competitions, but no, no actual yeah. premiers were awarded. Which is. Um, yeah, anyhow, we can't do much about it. We've just got to, just got to soldier on. Move on, mate. Well, let's hope yeah. that, uh, that that's the case and, and, and things become stronger. And, and you're right, one, one thing that will come uh, out of this is gratitude, you know, mm. to be able to do this, um, you know, something that we may have taken for granted in the past, you know, to actually be able to get out there and be around people again and, and doing things that just bring joy to people's lives, I think, is so important, you know, for, for those yeah. uh, little places uh, around in those communities and, and the people in involved you know it's such uh, a huge part of their lives uh, you know so yeah mm. hopefully uh, and i think it, yeah you ahead. make a good point and in 2020 where we we didn't actually get a game away aaron mm. i think it, you know and we, and we always said that oh you know football netball clubs are, are the center of our community but they were just words yes 2020 we we got a little taste of what it was like not to have it and you know everyone last year when we you know we got 13 or 14 games away was so appreciative to be able to go to the football on the saturday and you know have a maybe have a drink or catch up with someone because for a lot of these farmers and, and remote regional people 
you know, that that's their outlet on a Saturday is to mm. go to the football, catch up with someone, see someone from another team, um, yeah. and we lost that, and it really, really hurt. So when we got it back, um, there was a real, you know, enthusiasm around football and netball clubs last year, and we, we just hope that continues for this year. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that it will, and, uh, mate, uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the mental health uh, of individuals, you know, obviously becomes mm. better when, uh, when we start to, you know, we start to collaborate and we start to get, uh, you know, some, some positive communication going again, and a lot of the rivalry may, may diminish a little bit, you know, you just watch it over the mm. year, but you're, you, you may not see the, uh, the banter that you once saw before, uh, might, might be just more around uh, uh, a healthy relationship with regards to competition, which I think is a, a good thing, so, um, so it'll be an interesting, uh, interesting year to, 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 to sort of be involved, and I'd, I'd like to get down and watch a game or two if I can throughout the year, I don't know how I'm going to go, I'll freeze my ass off, but we'll, uh, we'll see, how <laughs> we, see how it goes, mate, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to getting back down there, that's for sure. So if anyone wanted to reach out to you, Jace, um, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, probably through email, Aaron. So it's yeah. jason.muldoon at afl.com.au if you, if you want to reach out. And, um, yeah, more, more than happy to, to talk to anyone. And if you want to come to any of the Wimmera games, mate, we, we'd love to, um, love, love to see you there. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, there, there might be someone listening that, uh, that might need, uh, you know, a little bit of guidance or advice or, or you know, some... Some info on, 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 on maybe you know tapping into a club if they're looking to move to the region or they're in the region or, or whatever or you know just anything that Jason can help out with um, you know that we've discussed here today you know, I'd say you know please feel free to to shoot him an email and, and touch base with me if you um, if you needed to uh, with regards to that as well so appreciate your uh, your time Jace and um, yeah I, I, I'm I'm really grateful. Um, uh, that uh, you're able to come on and have a yak, and um, I'm sure we're going to have a, a, another one down the track uh, as as the year sort of progresses, possibly. And um, um, you know, it's really good insight. I know there's lots of farmers that listen to this uh, from the region down there, and also throughout the country. So um, you know, um, yeah, it's good to get someone like yourself on that's got. Uh, um, you know, basically uh, a footprint in, in a lot of the clubs that, uh, that are functioning in that environment, you know, and um, um, yeah, I, um, I'm really grateful that uh, you're able to sort of share your experience openly and honestly, and it's good to see a, a local person that's working in that role, so good on you. No, thanks, thanks, thanks for having me on, really appreciate it.